Hi, and welcome back to the Hypnotherapy Podcast. As ever, I'm Henry Johnston. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you to all of you who tuned in and had a listen to my shows. It really does mean an incredible amount that what I'm doing is of service to you. Now, sleep. How is your sleep? Do you find that you are regularly having deep, restorative sleep, restful slumber? Or is it that you find on some days or evenings that you struggle to fall asleep? This could be for any reason. It could be you're going through a situation in your mind, um, analyzing it, looking at it, trying to find a solution. It could be that you had a stressful event before bed. And that stress is still within your body and you just find it really hard to settle down. When you close your eyes, your eyes are still moving and you're thinking and you get caught in the trap. It may be, this is something that's quite interesting, it may be that you're absolutely exhausted. But when you go into bed, you're like, oh, I can't wait to go to bed, can't wait. Oh, all I need to do is just sleep. And then you don't fall asleep. In fact, that you're so tired seems to make you hit a wall. And you can't go to sleep. That's incredibly frustrating, as any situation when you find it hard to sleep is. A lot of people come through my doors, as it were, in regards to sleep. Like they're having difficulty sleeping, they've got insomnia, etc., etc. And it's a really easy way to treat sleep through hypnotherapy. Oftentimes it's, you know, sleep recordings, which actually you can find. You, you don't need to pay for sleep recordings there. Well, unless you pay a subscription free to Headspace or anything like that. They're all wonderful, wonderful podcasts. This meditation aspect of sleep is designed to calm your nervous system and help you surrender into sleep. So remember, like when you fall asleep, there are very little distractions. If you work in a high-stress job, or you've had a highly stressful day or week, it distracts you. When you go to sleep, none of those distractions are there, so your subconscious starts to consider what is going on underneath this? And, you know, the subconscious operates under our conscious mind, but releases little bubbles. So our conscious mind grabs it and goes, oh, we need to think about this. We need to really prioritize solving this problem. And that's where the, you know, you, you stop relaxing, you go into problem-solving mode. So the, the approach for a hypnotherapist would be to reprogram the subconscious mind that Based on your actions before bed, you mentally and emotionally and physically prepare for the action of sleep. And when you're in bed, or you're lying on a sofa, or you're in a tent, wherever you are, you are simply able to drop off into a deep, relaxing sleep with very little effort. And these kind of recordings are available every... You, you don't really... Well, you have a choice. Obviously, you can pay to see a hypnotherapist and receive a deeper kind of sleep uh, treatment but there are hundreds if not thousands if not millions of places where you can receive it free I, I can't speak to every single one of them as to how effective they are but if you just like I'll just give a, a meditation on YouTube ago you know the subscription services like uh, Headspace, Calm, Free Mind App all this kind of stuff is, is it's all there so what I'm going to do on the show is provide you with a really traditional, I might, I might do three actually, because I, I quite enjoy doing sleep things, it's uh, really, really calming, 
So what I was thinking of doing was providing a like traditional approach, you know, traditional the kind of thing that you go see a hypnotherapist and pay for, and then provide my own slant, my own kind of like a lot I did with the anxiety, where I'll just go and and give you kind of a more of a taste of what I do, and then I might write a sleep story. I've been kind of writing them for friends. Um, I have one friend who, on my old podcast, I read uh, Alice in Wonderland. Almost all of it to him. Long book. Didn't really understand why it was particularly good for sleep, but, you know, there we go. So I think I'll, I'll do that. The sleep story might take me a little bit longer to do, but by the end of the week you'll have a traditional hypnotherapy approach to sleep. And you'll have sort of my own slant on sleep as well. And my hope is, is that you can return to these recordings without having to spend, you know, any money on anything else and use them in a way that really helps you just soothe and bring yourself into a really nice relaxing space before you drop off to sleep. And you can also use them for naps as well. Like a 20 minute power nap really works. Half an hour, and I feel like you drop a little bit too deeply, but like a 10 to, like 10, yeah, 20 minute power nap can reset everything and not have an indelible impact on your sleep. And there's also worth mentioning that yes, blue light will have a massive impact on your sleep. Looking at your phone, I will be releasing a podcast around kind of phone addiction, that kind of stuff. It's really prevalent and because, you know, technology is, is everywhere at the moment, it kind of just exists underneath the radar, but I will be releasing something in regards to that, but let's not worry too much about that now. I did want to fill you in on the emotional aspects of sleep, because it's not just that if you can't sleep, then you get tired. Sleep impacts pretty much everything when it comes to emotional regulation. Now, when people come through the door in regards to sleep, it could be a really, really simple one session, two session, provide with recordings, and they're on their way and they're good. Now, in some occasions, difficulty sleeping is actually indicative of something a lot deeper. It's, uh, if you think and if you feel into sleeping, it's very much a surrender. All right? It's a surrender to a state that you feel you have no control over. You kind of give yourself over to sleep. You give yourself over to dreaming. And for some people, there may be a part of their subconscious mind which is deeply uncomfortable with that. That physical vulnerability. That emotional surrender. Um, in the anxiety episode, I spoke to spoke about the amygdala. The part of you that's responsible for the fight or flight response. The part of you that puts you into the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight. Now, as I understand it, the amygdala has been around for years, millions, thousands of years. So go back to your caveman state. Nighttime would have been really, really key to your survival. You'd have to make sure everything was safe. Predators exist in nighttime. Perhaps the chance for being attacked at night was way higher. Right, so there would have been a little bit of a risk in surrendering to sleep. Now, fast forward thousands of years, your amygdala doesn't know the difference between falling asleep as a caveman or a cavewoman, knowing that predators are out there in the darkness and making sure everything around you and you are safe for the night. And you go into sleep and feeling emotionally vulnerable, having very little distraction 
and you being physically open and perhaps vulnerable as you fall to sleep. It reacts in exactly the same way. So if there is an underlying trauma, and not everyone has an underlying trauma, I can, I, I can reassure you that some people do, and sometimes that can manifest in a resistance to sleep, which over time, it's a bit, it's a bit like a vicious circle. Resistance to sleep causes, or I'll, I'll talk about the, the way it impacts your emotional regulation, but resistance to sleep, less sleep, body clock gets knocked out of whack, body can't regulate, find it harder to sleep because the body isn't regulating. See what I mean? Then it just sets up this real kind of cycle. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the, <clears throat> the way you sleep. Oh, another thing. If you're on a weight loss journey, it is essential that you sleep. Have you ever been on, like, I don't know, like keto, slimmer world, calorie counting, all these kind of fairly unhealthy ways of losing weight, but or just watching what you eat, really, really watching, and you weigh yourself. I love how Joe Witz calls <laughs> the, the scales the sad step, right? Don't weigh yourself. Please, please don't weigh yourself. But then you don't notice the changes that you would expect from the amount of care and attention you put into your eating. If your sleep hasn't been good, that will be the reason. Your body needs sleep on any kind of journey, but your weight loss journey, sleep is super, super important. Little side note. So in regards to emotional regulation, sleep plays a crucial role in emotional regulation. It is well established that uh, inadequate or poor quality sleep can have a significant impact on a person's emotional well-being and their ability to regulate their emotions effectively. So um, here are some examples of how the quality of your sleep can impact your emotional regulation. So emotional reactivity, when you have insufficient sleep, it can lead to an increased emotional reactivity, which is ideally in any space we want to respond to external stimulus but you may find that you're actually reacting. You know, reaction is a knee-jerk reaction. Not having a really, really good quality of sleep has often seemed to be true that it can really increase that reactionary state. It can make you a little bit more prone to snappiness, a little bit prone to anger, irritability, and sort of emotional outbursts, you know, this could be, well, emotional outburst is an emotion that you feel that bursts out of you. And you're like, where did that come from? I'm so tired. Oh, I just want to get some sleep. We're all familiar with that kind of thing. Emotional processing is another key way. And sleep actually plays a vital role in consolidating and integrating any of your emotional experiences from the day. Because during sleep, your brain processes and consolidates memories, emotional memories, Really healthy sleep helps you facilitate the integration of emotional experiences, which leads to better emotional regulation and the ability to, it's really key, to adaptively respond to future emotional challenges. Unsurprisingly, stress regulation. Sleep uh, deprivation really impairs the regulation of stress responses. When your sleep is compromised, your body's stress response system becomes really hyperactive. It, it overclocks itself, and that results in an increased amount of uh, stress hormones flooding your body. Like everyone's heard of cortisol, right? 
the dysregulation can make you more vulnerable to stress, impacting your ability to manage and regulate your emotions effectively. The quality of sleep can affect your cognitive function, so lack of sleep can impair your cognitive, your thinking part of your mind, including your attention, your memory, your decision-making. These cognitive processes, they are so closely intertwined with emotional regulation. Impaired cognitive functioning due to sleep deprivation really hinders your ability to evaluate situations and regulate your emotions in a thoughtful and adaptive manner. Sleep also impacts emotional resilience. So when you've got a really, really healthy sleep pattern, sufficient sleep, it enhances your emotional resilience. The ability to bounce back from emotional setbacks, cope with stresses, problem solving, situating yourself, grounding yourself, sort of reducing anxiety when you are well rested, you will be better equipped to handle challenging emotions and, and maintain an emotional stability. It's like a, a baseline of emotions that you know that you will always go to when you experience an issue. And it means that you can recover from emotional situations that previously would have caused you lots, lots of distress, but you will then process really, really quickly and come out of it far more effectively than perhaps before. And the last one. Oh, how good you feel. Everyone wants to feel good. Everyone wants to have access to a... You know, you know when you jump out of... Who jumps out of bed? Jesus. Um, but you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah. Wow. I, I, feel, I feel good. God, this day is going to be absolutely... I was going to swear then, but this is a clean place. This day's going to be amazing. Oh, get on it. Amazing, right? So if you have healthy amounts of sleep, it not only helps regulate negative emotions quickly, but it also really affects your ability to regulate good emotions. Like if you're in balance, and like negative emotions mean that they're not actually negative, they're just emotions that cause a certain emotional response within you that you may find distressing. But you need the positive, in inverted commas, emotions to balance it out. We always need a balance. If we swing one way over the other, that causes an, an imbalance and actually will cause us problems. If you're happy all the time, then you will simply be ignoring that life's a bit S-H-I-T. And life can be a little bit S-H-I-T, and we need that balance to keep us on the, on the even keel. But if you do have a really good night's sleep, and you've had a challenging day, that good night's sleep can help you feel really good about facing the day. So again, I guess this really speaks to your emotional resilience and your ability to hold yourself sort of on the, uh, the water level of, of life. But really what we're talking about here is emotional regulation, that you will always encounter situations in your life that cause you problems. And it's your ability to which you can process those integrate them and then move on. In the work that I do in my private practice, <clears throat> we deal a lot with emotional regulation, where it comes, where these challenging emotions are coming from, where they sit, where they're locked down, and how we can release them into processing so they no longer become a problem. And then when they're integrated, your mind and your body remembers the experience and knows how to 
cope with them, manage them, regulate them. So I hope, I hope that made sense. Like in the, in the too long didn't read section, it would simply say, sleep's really important if you want to maintain a balanced life. Okay, so I hope that the next two sessions, perhaps the, the sleep session might have to be um, dropped in a, a later date, but um, definitely the first two sessions, traditional hypnotherapy, and then um, my own kind of slant on it. If you want to learn any more about me, my website is in the show notes. Please reach out. If you have any suggestions about what you liked, what you didn't like, then please let me know as well. I will add a little thing is that... Um, I will be expanding the music that is used in the show just in case you've listened to it and been like, this is the same track. Does he, does he not have any other music? It's like, no, not right now. I don't have any other music, but I will be expanding that. Something that's definitely been brought to my attention by myself. So with that said, I hope you have a really, really beautiful Monday. And maybe look out for those periods in which you find that you are reacting rather than responding maybe keep an eye out for where you find those really satisfying distractions that keep you away from what's going on deeper inside be aware of your emotions and be really really kind to yourself and yeah that's the most important thing so with love have a beautiful beautiful day that's a noise